What is going on, everybody? I'm Sean. This is Anthony. And welcome to the Spooky Spooky Horror Show. Tonight, we this was my pick, right? Yes, 100%. Okay. I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't fully remember. 100%. Yes. So tonight, we will be reviewing and spoiling the 2019 American Horror Candy Corn. I almost called it corn candy. But before we get into production facts and spoilers and everything, Anthony, how's your week been? Actually, it's been terrible. Uh... <laughs> Uh, so the, my week started off with a uh, kiddo being sick, then I didn't feel good, then she didn't feel good, naturally. Um, then I finally get back into work, and something I didn't tell you, I was tightening a, uh, bolt, uh, loosening a bolt, either the wrench or my hand decided to bust into my nose so badly that it busted my uh, nose open, bleeding everywhere, <laughs> and they had to go to the fucking ER. They, uh... Had, they had sent me to go take an ER to make sure it wasn't broken, and they're like, "Well, it's not uh, in harm, so if it uh, if you want it to be any straighter, uh, it's a it's like cosmetic." So, yeah. So right now, I'm so in you pain. punched yourself in the it? face. <laughs> oh, dude, just like I was trying to tighten, and when it uh, and, and then it just fucking let loose, and either the wrench went up or I went up and just boom, right there, bro. That's I went down. I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. I heard popping, popping. And then I felt something. I'm like, I'm not good. And then it just poured out. And then it came out of my mouth. And yeah, it was fun. <laughs> that sucks. Three hours waiting for a fucking uh, x-ray. So yeah, it's been it's been a real fucking fun week for me. Let me tell you. But I mean, your camera's working. Yeah, the camera's working. That's true. It only took... Who who is the camera manufacturer? Who is this? Is this Logitech oh, Elgato? Elgato. It's not a, no, it's Elgato. Fucking. It, it, so it's it, it the only... top of the line, and they can't get a camera that fucking works with its own plug. <laughs> yeah, no, that's stupid. I am towards the tail end of my uh, two-week mega diet, a little over 10 pounds down. I'm miserable. I don't like it. I have no energy. Um, I just want to eat the foods that I like, and I can't. And then I spent... Because last week's video, last week's podcast was so fucking long. Like, usually our podcasts will run about two hours, maybe two and a half hours. And then I cut it down to, like, between an hour 30 and two hours. So if it's, like, a two-hour, like, podcast that we're doing, I could cut it down to, to like, an hour and a half. If it's, like, a two-and-a-half-hour podcast, I can cut it down to, like, a two hour podcast, maybe like hour 45. This was a three and a half hour podcast because there was a lot of shit. Like we went on rants about uh, how the drill is a terrible choice for a fucking weapon, <laughs> you know? I can see, was... you know what? I could actually see that one being a little long because there was so much wrong with that movie. Yeah, like it's a great movie. I, we, I still recommend everyone go see the original Slumber Party Massacre. At some point I'll get around to watching the reboot, but you know, there was the garage door debacle. Yeah. What do you What do you funny. call a garage door? <laughs> like, there's two of them. Uppy downy, Uppy open closing. The sports real. ball. <laughs> John Minor. <laughs> like, so there was a lot of stuff to cut. It is currently live on YouTube at all podcast services, like audio listeners, podcast services. It's 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 up on Amazon. Uh, not Amazon. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Google Podcasts, oh, Spotify, uh, Anchor, Stitcher. It's on all the platforms, uh, and the video has been edited Amazon? down. No, no, no. I think Amazon has a YouTube thing. Oh, I figured out what the fuck Freebie was. I have it's it. A, it's a, it's no, a I know. Answer. Well, it's it's specifically to like it's an Amazon streaming service because it, it used oh. to be IMDb TV. Oh yeah, I actually yeah. like it. It's actually really yeah, really it gets fun. fine. But yes, it was a lot. I'm 
that that's why it's like this one i think that one we had like a 10 page script of like all the plot and all that stuff i got this I down feel, to feel five bad. what 10 page well you got to remember yeah. it's it's we're we're going over like scene by scene shit that's happening and then we do get sidetracked and shit we talk oh, to yeah. chat we do all that <clears throat> but but yeah it, it took a while i'm hoping that doesn't happen again because i'd like to have faster turnaround on stuff because sure. i still got to make thumbnails i still got to set up yeah. social media posts for everything so there, there's still plus i have my regular streams monday wednesdays and fridays so it's like it both ends dude i know i know well you will be taking over once it's created the facebook aspect of it because i do not touch facebook yeah. There, there's certain platforms I just I don't touch because I value my mental health and that's Facebook yeah, and Twitter. Yeah, yeah. I'm on Instagram only because it's it's just photos. Usually I don't it's watch anyone's I, I don't watch anyone's reels really. I just look at photos and go, oh okay, and then and then like it and then fucking that's it. I don't really use it. The main thing I'm on is Discord. That that's what I'm on almost all the time. I have it on every computer-ish type thing that i have so if anyone ever wants to reach out and like in the the in my server we have a whole area for the podcast so if you have yeah, movie recommendations so I, I, I saw you added, added yeah yeah uh that was notes recommendations you put john dies at the end that's the movie with uh henry rollins right no no which You're one thinking was of that it doesn't die okay okay yeah so yeah, then the no, other that one was one's Henry Rollins. That one's another mind fuck. Because uh, I remember this one. The, I think the chick that was in that I liked, and you still have Dead Alive on there, which we can't watch because we can't find it anywhere. <laughs> Dude, no, we found it. We found that one. You have to change your your. your you have to use the a... UK. Yeah, but we don't we don't want to be like, hey everyone, if you don't have a VPN, oh, go no, buy a VPN. Oh no, we're not going to do that on screen. No. <laughs> yeah. If you got any uh, any ideas, just you can go there. You can go onto any of the. Uh, the youtube channel and leave comments there for movies you'd want us to watch oh what you are don't they see i'm looking at your thing you don't have like a little post-it or like a uh thing on your your front page or about me for, uh, for what? ideas what are you talking what are you talking about like movie ideas you like you, you know how you have all the stuff on the front of your uh about me on what twitch twitch yeah oh yeah no because this is only one day a week yeah that, that's why i figured you know, it made more yeah. sense not to we are here today to talk about Candy Corn, which is a 2019 American horror film uh, written, directed, and edited by Josh Hasty. The film stars, like, if you look at a bunch of the stuff, it credits, like, the stars of the movie as uh, Tony Todd, Courtney Gaines, and what's her name? I think it's PJ Souls. But Tony Todd is in it for, like, maybe a total of 10 minutes. And All together, yeah. yeah. It wasn't and a then, very large role. And then PJ Souls, who I'll go into who that is later, was only in it for like five minutes. She was the dispatcher. The but really, the really bad uh, actress. Yeah. Well, both actresses in this were really bad. Oh. <laughs> the only two actresses in the, well, there's three, but the only two main ones that had like speaking roles were just fucking terrible. But yeah, they were on it, but like they have no no real screen time. So the real stars of this movie are Courtney Gaines who was Malachi from the original Children's of the Children of the Corn yes. movie. He's the one that's like Outlander. Mike, who is played by Jimothy Beckholt. He deserves that name. Jimothy. Jimothy. What the fuck? <laughs> Jimothy? What the fuck kind of a name? Uh, I don't know. Cy Kramer. Name? Jimothy? 
I would hope so. Uh, Cy Creamer and Madison Russ. Those are the three. I didn't name the other one of the friends as the main cast because you see him like twice and then he's dead. So it's it's whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. So the I don't have a, a box office or production budget. I couldn't find it anywhere. The film was released in limited theaters on September 13th, 2019, and then on video on demand services and Blu-ray on September 17th, 2019. So it was just in time for Halloween. It was filmed in Blanchester, Ohio. I think that's how you pronounce it, Blanchester, okay, Ohio. Do they tell you what time period? Me and the wife nope, were trying to nope. find out. When I wanted to bring okay. this up. Oh, fuck, I don't have a tissue, God damn it. Uh, I wanted to bring this up because I'm like, why does nobody have a fucking cell phone? But then it's no, like they don't have a cell phone. All the cards are not modern. They yeah. all do look like they actually are in like a stuck time period type of deal. Yeah. So. But it's but like it also it anything. looks like every dead end town in town in America. Yeah, so he also said that too. Yeah. So it's like I don't know. But while only appearing in the film for a few scenes, Tony Todd is credited as an executive producer. While Courtney Gaines, who has a much larger role in the film, is credited as a producer. And that's about all I have until we get to fun facts. So, Anthony, what is your spoiler-free review? Uh, I honestly don't think that much about this movie. I, I like the 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 main carnival guy. I don't remember his name. Um, I liked him. I liked his character, his ominous ways and all that other stuff. Uh, the, what is it? Uh, Gregory? What was his name? Jimothy? Jimothy. Oh, God damn jimothy's character um absolute piece of shit i mean i don't understand how people like that make it that far in life like he is just a miserable disgusting fucking person the character i don't know nothing about the fucking actor and he's yeah, got ugly yeah. too got ugly but um i didn't really feel that it was that great of a movie would i put it on in like a pinch just to have background yeah yeah i mean uh it wasn't easy to find Honestly, when you when you when you put candy corn in, you have to like keep spelling out everything. It comes yeah. up on nothing. Yeah. And then it, then you'll get it. But um, I felt they were trying to be very artistic. Did you notice there's a lot of scenes of no lines, no script at all, just a lot of yeah. good so, music and scenery. The, the, mu the music <laughs> was real. Like cinematography in this is really good. I, the, that's what I mean. I'm like the, the, the I music. Feel they were trying to like really hand good. this in as a project. Yeah, but then th there were a lot of slow motion, like silent. Yes. Thing, and I'm just like, why? And it's not even like the it's good like slow mo where like the camera was built to do slow mo, and it's just like, man, just stop. But it's like again, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm on candy corn. Like real quick before you like, so you can continue with, with yours. Oh no, that was it. So he's directed a bunch of stuff before. So he again, this is another oh, one of those things where it's Tony like Todd? You, you, no, 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 no. The the director, uh, Josh Hasty. Josh Hasty, yeah. Yeah. So like he should have, he should have known. Excuse me. Better. Excuse me. But yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat as you. I probably don't hate it as much as you. Um, I don't hate it. I just don't. I don't think he was that great. Yeah. Like I said, the cinematography is great. The there are some sound design things that were fucking jarring, which uh, I could go into like right at the beginning of the movie. But like, yeah, like cinematography, the way they used the camera was really good. Um, That's what I mean. It felt like he was, they were trying to be more like a college. Am I, am I frozen? Yeah. No, no, you're good. No, you're moving. Okay. 
it's just a delay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like all of that was, I really did like the way it was shot, but it was like everything else. I was like, you could have done a little bit better with this. The music was so good, and I I didn't put it in the, like the production details, but he was also uh one of the people, like the director was also involved in the music, editing, like editing of it, pacing wise, like it was it was good, like. Oh okay. Pacing wise, like I didn't I didn't feel like oh my god, this is taking fucking forever. You know, like I didn't feel like that watching it. Then again, I was watching it on one screen, writing up the script on another, and pedaling my ass off on my under desk uh, fucking floor, bike thing. Yeah. So I was doing a bunch of stuff, but it was like it was going and I was able to type and keep up with stuff. Some of the actors were really good. I feel like, like a lot of them were bad. But yes, a lot of them were really, really bad. Jimothy was really bad. But I fucking his acting was terrible. There wasn't a good scene with him, even though I, you know, he was just for, a dick. But for, his yeah, acting cause, was shitty. Because, because it's like, okay, it's like you could be a dick, and like, be a good actor. And you're, yeah, like fucking fuck, not not Tyrion. Who the fuck was that little piece of shit in Game oh, of Thrones? Oh, oh, yeah, that that was uh the prince, yeah, the king Joffrey. Yeah. Joffrey, that is, like the, yeah, the dude that played, he played him it so well, he had a shot. He, he, yeah, he was so good at being a piece of shit, even though he's a nice guy. That it's just the role. The, yeah, just that role. He was so fucking good at it. Um, the fucking uh, who is it? The 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 piece of shit fucking kid from uh, Harry Potter, the pasty blonde kid, oh, Slytherin. Oh, I, I forgot his actual right. Fucking I don't name. remember his name uh, either, but yeah, but yeah, Malfoy. like yeah. Draco, Draco Malfoy, the dude that plays him, another really nice guy. He played a superb fucking dickhead. The character of Mike in this is just awful and not even in like, oh man, that that's like, that's a good like villain arc. It's like, no man. It's like he delivered lines. I wonder if I have any of his lines written. Fuck, I don't. God damn it. He was terrible at his lines. Cause like the I way that he would deliver lines. Yeah, the way he delivered lines was like, What's going on, guys? Yeah. Why are you exactly so angry? You better nut up and don't be a pussy. It's like, why are you talking like that? Why were you even hired for this role? If I was one of the people in your friends group and that's how you spoke, I would have slapped you in the face already and told you to stop. Like, no, what are you doing? You are not Keanu Reeves. Do not talk like Keanu Reeves. Bless you. But... For like the type of story, I think you said it like off stream that like a lot of people have done this story before, like a story yeah. like this before. I just think that the uh, the character of Jacob and Dr. Death are an absolute standout. And I would want to see another film with them they, and a, you know, but and a better cast. Seem, it also makes it seem though that he can only do that of uh do what happened uh very occasionally or yeah once. yeah but still like jacob uh, they gave we'll no backstory to this poor guy yeah. well, you know? well i mean all they said was he's mentally hang handicapped and he's been picked on a lot. yeah like, that's it but all right i'm gonna go uh into spoilers real quick i have to find the button for it uh and then i am gonna turn off my camera anthony will uh talk to chat and i'm gonna get a tissue because my nose is all kinds of fucked right now. Is it really? Yeah. Well, no, you'll bad. notice uh, actually on uh, on the stream, you'll notice uh, Tony Todd is his name. The yeah. actor from Candyman's in it. 
he has a very small role. He does like he's kind of like the henchman, the right hand, I guess, of Doctor Death. <clears throat> and he just says like one or two little lines where I would have liked to seen him come in and and be more active in the movie. Yeah. I feel like they probably spent a good amount of money on someone that someone of that his caliber for them to do nothing. <laughs> and and it seems as if we are back. I'm very thrown off about. by the beginning of that scene. Oh, uh, what scene? Oh, I was just uh, doing the opening scene where they're talking about beating the hell out of a handicap. We got God. Oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Making uh, him walk down the middle of the street with uh, his underwear streaked, and I was like, yeah, oh, fuck. It's small town fucking America. It's I don't, I don't I don't fucking know. It's like I I hated this. This is this is everything that's bad with small town America. Because people go, "Oh, well, you know, it's not really like this." No, it is 100% oh, it is fucking 100%. like this. 100%. This is this town is legitimately four of the fucking towns surrounding my town. This is fucking run down. These people are poor, but they don't really believe that they're poor. They're fucking uneducated. You could tell by the how old are they supposed to be? Because they look like they're fucking thirty. You know, so it's like, why are you still doing stupid shit like this? Like you're you're fucking losers. You're small town losers. Just go drink your beer, stay home, and just don't socialize with people. Yeah. Okay. So we open at Cooper's Diner in what looks like any rundown town in America. Mike Ramford, played by Jimothy Beckholt, Steve Benson, played by Cy Creamer, and Bobby, they don't give him a last name, played by Caleb Thomas, plot to haze mentally handicapped misfit Jacob Atkins, played by Nate Cheney, which I think this is Nate's only, uh, his only role. This is all part of a long-standing Halloween tradition. Like, why is that a tradition? Like, what kind of fucking disgusting people are you? Small town trash. Like, I don't know, man. So, like I said before, all of these people, they look like 30-somethings that are stuck acting like high school freshmen. Because they're stuck and, in a small town. Yeah. And Mike, especially, is the quintessential loser who has absolutely nothing going on for him. He's a dead end fucking loser who has to pick on handicapped people just to make him feel important. <laughs> and, I feel so bad for him. Yeah. Well, like the character, I mean, the character needed to be shit. Otherwise, you'd be like, oh, no, this guy is killing all the people. But I don't even think it's he, just. I mean, Showed too much of a handicap, or he just seemed like he just was very withdrawn. But then again, yeah. his house was kind of yeah, abandoned. yeah. But again, this is this is fucking small town America. This is what shit looks like. But Steve's girlfriend Carol, uh, whose name is Carol Saperstein, sure, played by Madison Rush, unsuccessfully tries to dissuade the trio from hurting Jacob when she can't get them to be like, "All right, no, you're right. We're being fucking children." She just gets up and goes to the car. She tells him, I think she says, like, I'm waiting in the car. It's like, what? Diner employee. Go oh, oh, th this, this, is, this is the part that I was talking about. Okay, so. Mm -hmm. So far, sound design has been fine, right? Okay. Usually when you're making a film, you have, like, an ambient noise track, which is, like, a background track, the vocal track, music track, and then, like, you add in any of the, uh, the, 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 like bullshit like oh there's a cash register going off someone's phone's ringing shit like that 
whenever you're recording sound in a location, you go quiet for room tone and you record the everyone's silent and you just record the yeah. sounds that are coming that are just in the room naturally so that you can add it into the the scene so that like if you're filming multiple shots in in one location you have room tone for this location so you can you can seamlessly cut between stuff but like that room tone will always be there yeah. when they go okay we're leaving and then they get up to leave you can audibly hear the cut in the music the uh, the background noise and the dialogue to then immediately like it's just dead silent and yeah. then it cuts to us the the scene of gus's introduction find a, find a clip of it let's see if we can put it on yeah. the stream so we can hear what you're saying well that's what i'm trying to tell you why don't you call your did you hear that room noise and then all of a sudden the room noise is fucking gone oh uh, yes now i do know now I, yeah. now i heard now that you pointed right. out what while i'm in the middle of watching it yeah yeah it's like you could hear all the room noise like that room noise should be standard across the whole thing yeah. because that's just the room that that's just the sound in the diner and then it's like it's like okay sounds like that no it's gone and it's like why didn't you have because gus is apparently right across from them why didn't you yeah. do like a j cut or an l cut where you hear gus speaking before they even show gus so it's like you can hear him talking and then they walk up and see it that's a better shot instead this is just like all right cut put this scene here we're not gonna mix or balance anything all right go and it's like i just started watching it and that popped up and i was like fuck that is that is terrible and my first time watching it like months ago i think i watched this like last halloween um i never noticed it but now having to watch it with a critical eye i'm like oh that's not good and seeing that he's done he's directed like like nine films and this wasn't even one of his first ones. Oh, we should have come, come on, that. Come on, guy. Like, you can do better. Uh, this is where we are introduced to, as much as I hate Mike, I fucking hate Gus. I hate him Gus with a goddamn passion. Gus is an unnecessary, disgusting He's character. just, he's, he, he is. He's a fucking tool. Gus is who Mike is going to turn into if he was allowed to live. Like, that. that's just how it is. Like, he is going to be. Mike is going to be him when he gets old. Gus insists on joining in on the prank. He's just another dead-end loser. Mike and Bobby agree to let him join so long as he doubles what they're going to buy, what they were going to buy off of him, and they don't Which charge him. Don't and he doesn't charge him. Yeah. The sheriff speculates that it's like, like he's into drugs and shit. So like, yeah. that's what I'm assuming it was. They Which were going to buy drugs, but I don't know. Right from this, Gus is just like, yes, oh, it's awesome and it's like dude you look he's like you haven't showered in 40 yeah. years um he looks we cut, like he's a fucking pedophile yeah we cut to jacob sitting alone in his house eating halloween candy in front of a really crappy fucking tv set playing uh, the the big thing with this is if you watch anytime they're watching movies and there's any other movies showing it's always like a black and white film it's a uh, it's all like royalty free shit yeah well it makes more it's, sense they don't have to pay for it yeah I don't believe, like, towards the end when Mike is sitting in his house and his dad goes to talk to him. Well, sitting in his dad's house. Because, again, yeah, we don't know how old they're supposed to be. And he's, like, watching TV and, like, eating popcorn. He's like, <laughs> and he's, like, staring at it. And it's, like, some old, shitty, black and white fucking movie. Like, I don't believe that. Like, that's just stupid. 
You could have like put your own like just film something on a green screen and it would have been fucking better place there. But oh fucking no. Anyway, Jacob uh, bikes <laughs> barefoot to his new job at the traveling carnival. Dude, that Doctor is so disgusting. His, his, his feet. His Do we feet have a were picture gross. of his fucking gross monkey like paw feet? That was disgusting. They curl over the fucking the, the, the pedal. It's so disgusting. Yeah, no, it's fucking disgusting, dude. Oh my um, god, this poor man's disgusting ass fucking lichen feet. It looks like a goddamn werewolf's foot. It's so fucking gross. There you go. There's oh, them right. feet. Oh my god, man. Terrible. <laughs> it's so fucking terrible. Bad. It's so fucking bad. Uh, but yeah, he got a he got a new job at the traveling carnival, so I guess he's gonna be like on the road with them and everything. And the carnival is called Doctor Death Sideshow Spook House Spectacular. Lester is the ringmaster. Oh, he Lester. is Doctor Death. Uh, Doctor Death in the whole uh, thing. When Jacob shows up, it's it's not it's not late. It's still early, but I guess the the carnival is still like doing shit. So he oh, like he gets like they up. yeah. So he scolds Jacob for being late. Uh, but also shows that he cares about him say, and the people he works for. Yeah, he was just like, you know, you got to shape up. You're like, you can't be late. But it's like, if he's going to be traveling, like, with you, like, I don't see how he could be late. If this was, like, his first day, like, working for you, he's leaving home. I don't know. But he does show that, like, he cares for the people that he works for. And, like, he'll take care of everyone. And after yelling at him, or yelling at him, he reassures him and tells him that, now he's one of them. However, this is such a creepy ass low budget carnival. This oh, is yeah. so we'll this is all, this is very much a, a sideshow freak show. This is day. oof. Oof. That's just oof. I don't like it. Gus is waiting for Jacob to exit his trailer as Carol passively observes as Mike, Steve, Bobby, and Gus corner Jacob at the carnival. Jacob fights back against the four bullies once once he stands up for himself they just become entirely more aggressive they go from that's like that's the worst part they end up beating jacob to death well let's mike ends up beating jacob to death yes but here's my thing we've all heard stories about carnies right yeah if those stories are even let's say 25 percent true would you ever fuck with one of them no i don't right? fuck with them when i do go to carnivals now, now you. If there's now, anybody that can kill you, dispose of your body, and never be seen again, it's a carny. Yeah. So, like, I'm looking at this like, okay, I we, we've all heard stories about carnies. I'm not saying they're true. I'm not saying they're false. But even if you're going on the, the assumption, stigma. even if you're going on the assumption that carnies are dangerous and vindictive and all that bullshit, and they're crazy, they're criminals, all that. Why would you specifically fuck with carnies? at a carnival that looks like this. Like, this looks like they would all walk into town and just stab everyone as they go yes. down fucking Main Street. Like, no. No, you don't like fuck skeletons. with these people. But yeah, so, like, I never understood that. I feel like they would burn the fucking town to the ground, but it's it's whatever. Worst, worst, that shit. I feel like in this situation, a question has to be asked, how dumb is Mike? Oh, he, I don't like, put anything. Like, he has to be, like, crazy fucking stupid he's a fucking tool but like i told you earlier i feel like this is all he's just a fucking loser bully suffering from tiny dick syndrome that friends egg it on because they yeah. they look up to they're him fucking dumb losers too reason. but it's like if his friends weren't there oh he would do nothing he would go to bully jacob like he did 
and then Jacob would push him like he did, knocking him to the exactly. fucking ground, and then he'd get up and run away like like the little fucking pussy monster that he is. Thanks, Inari God, for the sub. Inari Burn the town God. to the ground. You can't prove nothing hides matches. <laughs> It's, it's very true. But yeah, so while Mike's lying on the ground, like the little bitch that he is, the rest of the, the guys gang up on Jacob to, I guess, soften him up for Mike. But it's like Mike is laying on the ground for a while while they're beating up Jacob before they before he like gets up and starts just sitting on him and punching his face in. Punching his face in. Then he kicks him in the face, and I guess that kills him. Uh, I don't less, know. I don't know yeah. if he was fully killed like he was just passed out i don't know it's very because yeah. it's weird. like we don't we don't know when lester finds the body we just know that after they do that lester finds the body lester finds jacob's body and has the employees bring him into his trailer while this is going on mike and his cronies are already trying to come up with lies to cover their asses because they know they done fucked up they come up with such gems as we weren't going there to hurt him yes you were do you specifically were in that diner <laughs> Plotting yeah. out his demise. Yeah, don't don't lie. Yes, you were. You've been doing yeah, this like, since you were kids. You were absolutely gonna fucking do this. You admitted that you guys were doing this as kids. Uh, he threw the first punch. Well, I mean, technically, Steve, you touched him first. If you grabbed at him and he punch. pushed you away. It was called self-defense. Uh, no. It's four on one. Cause see, well, yeah, there's that, but also, dumbass Steve. Uh, may have touched Jacob first, but Mike was the first one to actually strike Jacob. He smacked him in the back of the head. You now assaulted oh, yeah. him. You straight up assaulted him. So anything he does to you is self-defense. His self-defense. Yeah. So, and then all four of you, like that, that's probably like the biggest thing I hate. I, I hate bullies that are such little bitches that they can't fight their own battles. They have to have people there to fight them. To, to, to like fight to fight with them just like they were doing so they're they're coming up with all these things and like my main thing is like with them coming up with all these plans them saying he threw the first punch uh it was self-defense blah 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 all this stuff that's all contingent on nobody else being around you know you don't yeah. know like you you beat the shit out of him in in like carney's corner and every let, like that's where all of their their places are you beat you beat the shit out of them in the middle of like their homes. So why wouldn't they retaliate? You know why wouldn't they retaliate? Who's to say someone wasn't in one of those trailers watching and, you do it and and watching TV. you do it? You know, yeah, like you can't come up with like this bullshit if you don't know everything that happens. And this will come up later when he's threatening someone, and there's someone sitting right there. Mike's a fucking idiot. He's just a fucking idiot. I hate him. I'm glad he dies at the end. Carol decides that she wants no part of this and uh, tells him she's leaving and that she's going to walk home and then Steve like follows after her. Using occult magic and a creepy ass Halloween mask, Lester resurrects Jacob as a supernatural creature of vengeance. really don't understand that whole entire thing. It, it was voodoo. Is it, is it the mask or? No, I, I, th I think it's just like the mask is to like cover him up, but it's um, I think it's just like voodoo hoodoo shit. The next day is Halloween. Mike's father is the sheriff, Sam Bramford. He briefly spots Jacob covered in blood while out on patrol. Now, I think that's part of the power for Jacob. Because, like, later, Lester's like, he well, needs that more blood. he didn't have a mask on, nothing. It looked like he just had, like, yeah. no he shirt. He looked like hands. he was just drenched in blood. So it's like, yeah. I don't know what happened. Anari God, well, did yeah, you actually no watch the movie? 
you might have seen it already. But I oh. feel like that's right. That's right, though. Just yeah. like you know, you know, all the mask and all the other slasher films. It's like a it's like a defense mechanism. Uh, he spots him covered in blood while I think he's flirting with dispatcher Marcy. Was like a terrible actress. Yeah. And like a like a good cop, he sees something suspicious that is legitimately suspicious and pulls over yeah, to be like, oh, what the guy. fuck? And then gets out and he's gone. And he's like, uh, I saw you. And it's like, oh, well, Jacob's gone. Marcy calls Sam back to the Grove Hill Sheriff's Station. When he arrives, Carol is there and tearfully explains what happened the previous evening. And this is probably... I wouldn't believe her. Like, if, if, if I was the sheriff and she's sitting there talking... Like, her crying? I'm going to say something con controversial. Amber Heard did a better job on the stand. <laughs> that, that, like, this was terrible. She's like, and then, and then this happened. <laughs> it's like, what are you fucking doing? This is awful. Like, stop it. Don't be an actress. This is awful. Sam tells her he'll talk to Mike and the boys because while no one reported, like, a dead body, what, what the boys did was completely out of line. So at least he's sitting there yeah. and he's like, look, what they did was was bullshit and they shouldn't have fucking done that. So we're going to we're going to fucking we're going to take care of this. But then she starts to beg him, please don't tell Mike I talked to you. That should be a clear indicator that your son is a piece of shit. If you're if you're the authority figure in the town and someone comes to you and you're like, please don't tell your son that I told you. That should be a clear indicator that your child is a fucking piece of shit and you should probably handle that. He's but, like a grown ass adult, and you're like the chief, the chief or whatever of police. Yeah, you he's because I, I, I think he's the sheriff, and everyone else is the deputies. The sheriff goes to the carnival to talk to Lester, and he just tells him, "Yes, his employee was beaten up, but he took the beating and is fine now." The sheriff is just like, "Okay," and walks away, which it would notice? never happen. Then Lester hits him with straight fucking fire. I this is probably like ninety nine percent true. Cops never prevent bad things from happening. They just show yes. up after the crime is done. They're like I'm glorified garbage men with badges. That is so fucking true. The sheriff calls the dispatch to tell Marcy Carroll was telling the truth about the attack and that he's heading over to Jacob's house to get his side of the story. Jacob isn't home, surprise, surprise. However, something is watching the sheriff from the shed and growling. I'm assuming that was Jacob in his mask. Yeah. Uh, Carol is lying in bed after taking a shower and is startled by a phone call that is all static. I don't understand what any of that was. And then Steve throws what I'm assuming is a mud pie at her window. I don't know what that was. Yeah. It, it, I, don't, I don't know, man. It's. I'm sorry. Does anybody else see the similarities in like Scream or what is it, Nightmare on Elm Street of that scene? Yeah. Yeah. And our wants to know if if sentient we think jacob was sentient or, or yeah See, I, I don't understand his 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 coming I, back is he well he, he was only he was i i think he's a zombie i think this has to do with like voodoo occult bullshit i think so, he wasn't fully dead so i think he was sentient because he knew who to go after he went specifically after his bullies but then you would be like well uh what's her face carol never bullied him but she was there. So the way she, she died did nothing. Yeah, the way she died is very specific. So I think he he was fully aware of everything that was going on. So Steve throws like a, a, a shit brick at her window and she opens it and she's like, that's not funny. Blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, he's like, 
I like it when you're scared. And then they make out. It's, I don't know, small town America. I don't fucking know, man. Uh, For someone that was so upset about him being a complete and total piece of shit. Yep. You're really quick to get that dick in you. So it's like, I don't, I don't know. Uh, Steve, Rick, Steve and her reconcile and he tells her he'll pick her up after he gets out of work. Carol goes to pick up an order at the diner. I guess this is just like small town America. This is the only fucking diner that's there. When Mike sneaks up behind her and begins threatening her because he found out that she talked to her fa to his father about what they did to Jacob. Well, Carol, daddy's the, co the, the, the sheriff. Yeah. yeah. It's, and it's like, he didn't even like, I don't believe the sheriff was like, Hey, Carol came and talked to me. What the fuck you guys did was wrong. Oh, I'm no, pretty no. sure he just said like, Hey, I heard about what you guys did and it's and fucked assumed. up. Don't do that again. And Mike just assumed it was Carol because she was like, I don't want any fucking part of this. But yeah, so Mike gets there and he's like, you better shut your fucking mouth. Wait, no, hold on. He was like, you better shut your mouth. And it's like, shut the fuck up, man. I hate you. I hate you so fucking much. You, no, it's all wrong inflection. I fucking hate it. But then Carol runs out of the diner. I hope she got her food. And Mike is just standing there thinking that like, he's like this tough guy. And then fucking, I think the dude's name is Chet. The diner worker, I'm pretty sure his name is Chet. Oh, that guy? It's a very and small role, I don't remember. All you hear is him go, can I help you with something? And then Mike looks over at him and he's just sitting there. So this dude is just watching you. Uh, watching him, Threaten yes. and bully this woman. I am so and glad he, you pointed that out. He's looking at Mike like, I don't fucking give you a shit go who like, you hey. are. Dick, you want to get out? You know, it doesn't stick up for her. Be like, you can take well, your bullshit outside. Nothing. But it's it's not even like he didn't stick up for her because I doubt he would stick up for her. He's probably like, that ain't my pussy. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Um, but the fact that like it's like now you know that there's a person that was watching you threaten some someone. So if something happens to her, he knows that you were just threatening her. You don't threaten yes. people while there are fucking witnesses. It's like Mike is fucking stupid. He's so fucking dumb. I hate him as a character. He's a terrible actor. Boo. He is a terrible fucking actor. Okay. Woo. So, oh God, I went in this. I went out on a, I went on a, on a Yes, on a we're on a tangent and got off course. Yes. God, Mike is small town stupid. That's what I called him for, yes. for threatening people while there are witnesses around. Uh, I also noted that nobody is scared of him except the dimwits that he chills with. The mentally handicapped person that he's been bullying for years even stood up to him and wasn't scared of him anymore. I just, I just, what, what is wrong with your fucking life? Because he lost his, uh, scare yeah, appeal. Because he's like 10 years from being a senior citizen. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? And in this scene, he specifically looks like he's 40. Like he mm -hmm. looks terrible. This is when I went, all right, I need to look up how old these fucking people are. And I started like trying to go down a rabbit hole. So the dude playing the sheriff, Courtney Gaines, he is 56 years old. In but real there's life. no, there's yeah, in real life, <laughs> but there's no age for Mike, but he looks like he's 40. Did, did he have him when he was like supposed to be 20? Like how old are they supposed, is he supposed to be like an old person, like well past college age? Is he supposed to be like just recently graduated college? Like I well, high school. Let's let's not go college. It's like I don't think any of these people are going to college. college. <laughs> but yeah, I just I don't I don't in all of these films, that seems to be like a really big thing that pisses me off. I don't understand ages. Have people look like they're fucking age. It's not or as difficult. close to it as possible. Yeah. 
And if if they are supposed to look like what their age is, then tell us what their fucking age is. It's a simple fucking request. Okay, so what do we got? Oh, we get more fucking Gus. As Mike and Carol leave, Gus comes walking in, yet nobody fucking notices or acknowledges him as he walks in. They walk out, he walks in. Mike doesn't even say anything to him. There's no dialogue interaction between the two. He just walks in and immediately starts boasting to, uh, to Chet about... Uh, there were so many asses last night. Some got kicked. Some got sticked. He's so gross, that guy. Ew. Ew. No, see, now I have to fucking... This is Chet. Oh, my God. Who is fucking him? Honestly. That whole scene was so terrible. <laughs> yeah, who, who, who is having sex with Chet? You know what the answer is? Fucking nobody. Nobody is Chet. having sex Chet, with Chet. Uh, he's having sex with himself. Like, God damn it. It's just so fucking gross. But he comes in talking about all the fucking and fighting he did, and yes, Chet Chet starts talking about how man you're the man, <laughs> or you're so cool, or whatever. And then I guess Gus goes to take a, a shit, right? <laughs> no, it looks like he, no. I think in the because he's sitting, his, his, he's sitting. No, 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 no. He's actually in real life. I think he's whacking it, and he when his daydream was shitting and I guess wants a kablunkin, I don't know. That's when she comes in. So when Gus comes in and he's all like hey, 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 or whatever to Chet, he takes a look over at Shirley, who I guess is one of the waitresses. And she's like, eh, and whatever. And then Gus goes to beat off, take a shit. I don't fucking know. And then Shirley comes in and is all like, what you were talking about earlier? I want you to do it to me. And he's like, uh, and then she takes her tits out. Yeah. So, so we get tits in the movie, but it's old lady tits. So sure. It immediately cuts right after that to what looks like him jerking off. Yes. And what to do. Yeah. So, uh, there's a knock at the door and he gets pissed that he's being interrupted again. So he zips up, he finishes, he walks out, and there's no one there. There's just a, a Halloween basket of candy sitting on the sink. And for some gross fucking reason, he decides to start fucking eating out of it. Like, why are you eating food in a toilet? Toilet, yes. Like, why did you bring it in? Well, he didn't bring it in. The fucking, what's his face, brought it in. Yeah. But still, like, who in their right mind? You were taking a shit. You were jerking off. You had sex. That thing wasn't there. The bathroom looks dirtier, but in general, the the sink could have just been that dirty to begin with. But you come it looks out as if like they're like in an area that is uh has a lot of uh, dust, like a lot of uh um, yeah, you know what I'm talking about because we yeah. have those places in Texas. Soot. Yes, yeah. and it just it looks gross. But like, who walks out and goes, oh, candy, and just starts eating candy out of a out of a fucking Halloween bowl in a bathroom? Like that's disgusting. And then he finally notices someone bloody wearing a Halloween mask. He's like, oh, oh you scared me. And then fucking. I know you. Yeah. Then he finally realizes who it is. And he's like, hey, man, I didn't want to do it, man. Like the little fucking bitch that you he is. You literally you, jumped in immediately. You wanted to do it so fucking bad. And they let you do it. And now you're like, no, I don't want to. And then he gets fucking bloody killed. I don't know how he gets killed, though. Because the next kill, yeah. He, I could have swore he uh, puts his hand through his stomach and starts yeah. letting his entrails out. 
Oh, okay, okay, that's specifically how. Because th before with the next person that dies, they're like, oh, it's it. he was killed the same way. And it's like, I don't think so. No, they all were killed differently. Right? Yeah. yeah. Carol surprises Steve at work and tells him that Mike cornered her at the diner and threatened her. He tells her not to worry and that he'll talk to him later. And then as they're getting ready to make out, they're interrupted by someone else that tells them about Gus's death at the diner. I don't... Do you think Steve would stand up to Mike? No. He's a right? lackey. He's right? a fucking yeah, I don't... lackey. Because there's another scene where it's like he's he's like, which is coming up soon, where he's all like, you know, like, we should blah, blah, and Mike's just like, you need to take a chill pill. Yeah. And stuff. And it's like, what, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Like, come on, man. Um, But yeah, so they, they run out. And this was another, it went, do you know what happened at the diner? And then dialogue just cut out and it went like a little slow-mo and then immediately cut to the sheriff and his uh, deputies, Deputy Conrad and Deputy Fox, investigating the crime scene. They look and they're like, oh my God. Uh. And then I think it was Deputy Conrad asks like, you know, you should really have your gun. And he was like, why would I need a gun? Crimes like this don't happen in this town. That was the dumbest fucking thing I've heard too. I was like, yeah. okay. It's like, that's, that's fine. Know, what kind of a, a policing are you doing where yeah. you have nothing on your side? Well, I mean, he might have a baton or something. Like in the UK, the cops don't have guns. Japan, the cops have don't have baton. guns. Yeah, but we don't know that he doesn't have a baton. Uh, but well, I don't I think, think a baton would really stop it. stop the person that like ripped someone's fucking oh, guts God, out. No, you know, no. <laughs> like. Uh, that's, that's, but that's no. but while they're looking at all that, they're now outside and talking to Chet. And then Steve and Carol show up and are trying to like run into the diner. I don't know why they would run right into the diner. They see cops everywhere, like. There's you're not being let in. The sheriff stops him from getting any closer. He sees that there's clearly something wrong with them, especially when he asks, like, like what could the connection be and shit like that. And they're all like, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, uh oh. So they go down to the police station, and now Steve has corroborated like everything that that happened that night. And that um, what's his name? I already forgot his name. Yeah, they admit that Gus drove them to the carnival and yeah. then the next day he turns up dead sam assures them that the murder is completely unrelated to the incident unrelated at the carnival. to the incident love uh, that but understands their concern what this is where he he blames like well it's probably drugs and it's like really in like but fuck nowhere ohio there's this dude is brutally murdered this way for like drug things no so after this Bobby, Steve, and Carol are all at Bobby's house discussing get, uh, Gus's death when Mike shows up. And like I said, he's like, what am I even here for? It's bad. Why is he talking that way? You know? Yeah. I just, it's, it's so, it's so fucking bad. And he's like, it has nothing to do with it. Just go about your fucking day. Forget it. And then he, he tells him to take a chill pill and then he leaves. So he leaves and then the other two, Steve and Carol, decide, ah, it's fine. We'll, we'll leave, too. So then they leave. And Bobby, at the second they're outside the house, Bobby hears a fucking noise in his house. And uh, Jacob comes out of nowhere and throws him up against a wall and rips his fucking spine out. Which I like, thought was kind of cool. With it's, the whole it's a cool kill. And, it is. But, but it's like the, there was a lot of close-ups of his face, probably so that, like, 
when the when the tear happened, they could just yeah, like put and then yeah, and and it's like stuff like that is fine, so long as it makes sense. What I don't like are all the fucking slow motion shots that we're getting that we don't need. I told you, I think that they try to get real artsy with it and weren't doing it very well. <laughs> so while Bobby's getting his spine ripped out, Sheriff Sam and Deputy Fox try to interview Lester once again, but Lester dodges Sam's questions. Deputy Conrad interrupts them to report Bobby's been murdered. So they, they go down to the new crime scene and everything is gross. And Deputy Fox seems like he's about to have a fucking breakdown <laughs> investigating this, this, this thing. He does not look like he's, he's doing too well. This is when I think it was, it was either Fox or it was Conrad that said that the kills were the, they were killed the same way. That's when I got confused. Cause I was like, well, did not kill the same Gus, way. Though, Gus was even, even <clears throat> if, even if Gus's spine was ripped out from the front, right? Like it but still wouldn't be the entrails. same. Yeah. Well, yeah. you'd have to go through the entrails to get to the, the spine, but it's like, it still wouldn't be the same way because this dude had his spine ripped out from the back. Meanwhile, the other one had whatever happened to him through the front, whatever. It's just weird shit. I, like the writers saw it and it was like, whoa, bro, that's epic. I got to put that in my movie. <laughs> um, so after this latest death, uh, what's his face? The sheriff orders Marcy to issue a curfew while Conrad is ordered to lock down the town. Apparently, apparently none of the cops have guns because yeah. the sheriff has to start handing out guns. So, I mean, I guess crime doesn't usually happen there besides picking on the mentally disabled. But whatever. It's worse. You're the fucking <laughs> the, the cops kid like you're a yeah. poster boy. Yeah. All, he, Mike definitely seems like he should have been in jail for like a majority of his life. Uh, Sam asks his son. So, yeah. So, okay. We're at the point where uh, Sam gives Conrad the gun, uh, the shotgun, and tells him to go start clothes and stuff. Marcy's calling shit. Be put on curfew. And they're like, if you see anyone out after dark, arrest him. Uh, so yeah, that he's like, he, that one. yeah, he leaves, which I mean, if, the, if you're on curfew and there's a murderer out, yes, if you are out in public, when you're told not to, you should be arrested either for your safety or to make sure that you are not one of the killers. But it's at this point, the sheriff heads home so he can talk to his son. He asks him more information about Jacob or the carnival. And Mike is super cagey about everything, avoiding his questions, being like, oh, look, I'm watching black and white movie. <laughs> Fucking stupid shit. He tells his son he's getting too old for this shit. His son was too old for this shit like 20 fucking years ago. Like, yeah, dude. Well before <laughs> like, the time period yeah, of like, doing this shit. Like, the fact that he's like, oh, whatever, dad. And, every, and I'm like, dude, you're fucking 40 years old. You should be, like, almost at your pension. What are you doing? Uh, Steve and Carol are making out when he gets a call from Mike telling him that the party is off because of the town on lockdown. They don't really care. And they go back to making out and fucking. I'm assuming they're fucking because that amount of dry humping, I'm assuming someone's fucking. We watch the town go into lockdown. A bunch of great shots. Like, that that's one of the things, like I said in the spoiler-free review, that, like, the cinematography in this, besides the weird slow-mo shit, the cinematography and the color grade for this is really fucking good. Like, the, effort into the, art the, aerial, the aerial shots of, like, the, the trees and the forest, it looks fucking gorgeous. The... The, the shots, like, even when Jacob was riding his bike to the carnival, it looked oh, you, beautiful. Yes, the opening scene was done yeah. very... It reminded it me of old great. slasher films. Just some of the acting. Holy fucking shit, is it bad? So they don't give a shit. They go back to making out. The town goes into lockdown. Sheriff Sam and the Deputy Fox 
uh, go back to Jacob's house. I have a feeling that if Deputy Fox survives all of this, he's going to retire. Like he cannot yeah. mentally handle this shit. He is he is done. And of course, Deputy Fox is the one to discover the shriveled corpse of Jacob's mother hidden under a bed. <laughs> like he's like, oh, oh, it smells. It's there's something there. And then the sheriff opens it, and it's like that. That's a point where he's probably like, you know what? I fucking quit. I'm done. I quit. I'm done. I don't want to deal with this. I'm moving out of town. I don't want any part of this. Uh, Stephen Carroll are fucking again, this time in the movie theater that Steve works at. While that's happening, actually, no, they're they're dry humping again, and oh, yeah, like she gets up to leave. She gets up to, I'll be right back. Uh, and then we cut to uh, Tony Todd's real first scene of him talking and doing stuff as a Bishop Gate, no S. And the other carnies, they confront Lester to try to get the truth out of him about like all this occultism and, and voodoo shit. Lester claims that he's immortal, and that kind of shuts Bishop Gates up. Gate yeah. up. Yeah, it's like, I am immortal. I will never die. Sit the fuck down. And he's like, all right, all right. Well, if you so, put it to me that way. Yeah, so he sits down, and then we cut back to Carol surprising uh, Steve by showing up in her underwear in front of the projector. Uh, she turns around, and that candy bucket is sitting right on the stairs. And that bitch is gone. Yeah, we cut right back to Lester rallying everyone to combat the town's uh, impending witch hunt. He's like, if they're coming for freaks, then let's give them freaks. Cut back to the thing, and we cut back to the movie theater, and Jacob murders Steve in front of Carol, and then chases her as she ridiculously stumbles, falls, and slides on nothing. 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 What are you tripping on? What are you stumbling on? What are you sliding on? You're barefoot. Every stereotypical fucking. You're barefoot on a film. carpet. Like, there's no sliding on a carpet. Like, well, you could, but it's not that easy. On bare feet. Oh, bare feet. Uh, that's she's hard. barefoot. Remember, she she's down to just her her panties and underwear. That that's all that she's wearing. Yeah, that would probably be pretty decent. Hard. And like you you had a good she had like good spacing between her and Jacob. And then all like she's just tripping over stuff. Why did she like run around the the thing? Why didn't she just jump off the stage and go? Because at least then if she jumped off the stage, she could have like landed weird and like oh, my ankle and like did that whole fucking cliche. But instead, the cliche that they went with was she goes around one of the one of the rows of seating and she's stumbling and then she starts falling, and then as she's trying to get herself back up, she just keeps sliding. She can't catch her like get her footing, and it's like that doesn't make any fucking sense. Nothing is wet. Mike wasn't killed there, so there's no, like, blood for her, like, any wetness. It's just the carpet. Yeah. That's all that, it, like, none of that should have been fucking happening. Jacob suddenly, uh, no. So Jacob catches her and rips out her tongue. He doesn't rip out her whole tongue. It looks like it's just the front of the tongue. So I don't think she would die from that either. Oh, and they made her bleed out like it was like, oh, my God. Yeah, it's a fucking tongue. There are tons of people walking around that have had their tongues cut out. Like, well, they 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 cut around the vein that's in there, but like still, yeah. people bite off their tongue all the time and live. Yeah, it. I've done it. I've bitten off the the tip of my tongue where they had to stitch everything fucking back. I would try to show the the scar on stream, but it's like you're not I'd gonna have to, see like, it on your tongue. But no, you could still see it. You could still see it. So it's like you could survive that, which is why I don't think that she would fucking die from that. She would definitely pass out from blood loss, but by the time they get back to her, to that crime scene, they should have been able to get her in a fucking uh, ambulance and fucking out of there and survive. 
this is why like i don't necessarily know if she's dead i know the sheriff said it but in my head i don't believe she is because there would be no well blood loss plus shock well you see that's that's why i could i could see her like passing out from shock but i still don't see her being dead the uh because it's like yeah it's he he's killing all of his bullies like the people that that like legitimately beat the shit out of him but still attacking her even though she didn't do anything to stop the attack and didn't necessarily take part in the attack i could see him like like ripping out the tongue for like metaphorical like Not you kept your mouth yeah. shut after her tongue is ripped out and she passes out dying jacob collapses then somehow lester finds him unconscious and has people bring him back to the carnival to revive him with with fresh blood he collapsed there so it's like how did lester find him so maybe he is all occultish and shit and like maybe, yeah so it's like he has yeah, he like an attachment to him and knew uh, sheriff sam and fox discover the bodies at the theater after they spot steve's car i think i think it was still running outside the theater no it wasn't like, running are you sure i don't think but, it was running because it's like when they pulled up and turned off their car i still heard a car running no, because they were there. They're doing all their uh, sexy stuff. Yeah, they were doing their fucking. But that's not to say that after Lester came and picked up uh, Jacob, that they didn't turn the car on to let them know to go there, to cause more of a panic. But it's like regardless, it's they see his car and they go in to investigate the theater. When the sheriff steps on Carol's tongue, and they go, we need, we need to fucking find the rest of the people. And that's when they find the the bodies. And uh, the sheriff immediately calls Mike to to tell him that his friends are now all dead. Oh, uh, is that? Uh, well, I mean, she may not have been a bullier, but she didn't try to stop it. So I can see the revenge desire too. She enabled it. Yeah, no, I, I, I fully agree. Like if, if you wanted no part of this, you could have gone to the, the fucking place or like while they were getting ready to do that, at least run up and find another car, uh, Carney and be like, hey, I need you over here right now so that like she doesn't have to be involved. Like, she doesn't have to be seen, like, bringing them and shit, but at least someone's there. But, yeah, she didn't do any of it. Now we're up to the fucking douchebaggery that is uh, Mike. Mike is finally going to get what he fucking deserves. He goes to the carnival to angrily confront Lester. I don't know why he would go to angrily, like, uh, I feel like, because he's yelling specifically for, like, them. Yeah, but uh, Jacob still needs fresh blood. Bishop Gate goes in to be like, hey, Mike is here, and... Lester's like, hey, Jacob still needs some fresh blood. We can't, like, we're, he's not ready yet. So he tells Bishop to tell the rest of the carnies to keep him busy. And then one of the big carnies fucking surprises him. He turns around, gives him that big creepy smile, and then fucking headbutts the shit out of him. <laughs> he wakes up to some bizarre fucking stage performance. I would really love to see, like, if there was a behind the scenes of this movie where you get to see the full stage performance of what these carnies are supposed to do. Yeah. Cause like, I want to see, cause like when it, when it comes to like the bearded lady, like they were showing a bearded lady, it was just you like, didn't ever see her. Yeah. It was a fat was person a wearing a, wearing a fucking ceramic mask with a ceramic beard. shit. So it's I like, what, but then thing. I was like, what do they have at this carnival? But then the person playing the piano looked like a, like a wolf boy or dog boy or something. Like he was scruffy and he looked like he had fangs. And everything it, it was it was weird i just i really wish we got to see more of like what that stage show was but yeah he's he's tied up having to deal with that shit the sheriff heads back home to talk to to you know speak to mike only to find lester waiting for him uh lester's being 
a badass and the sheriff is clearly upset with everything that's going on and then when he starts threatening him i forget how he said it because he got up and he started walking and he's like where's my son and he was like all right we got to do it this way and then uh bishop gate knocks the sheriff unconscious and that's when he tells the that's when he tells lester like this is this is way too much and then tosses the pipe at adam and then leaves yeah lester then not giving any fucks about it saws off sam's head with the smallest knife i've ever seen it was like that bitty bitty knife too that had to have taken a while (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know easily impossible (laughs) after recovering from his capture mike is stumbling around the carnival midway main thoroughfare i don't know what it's called i'm not a carny the sheriff's patrol car is pulling up so mike starts to run towards it only to notice that his father's severed head is the hood ornament on it so now while he's crying for his daddy jacob attacks him and fucking rips his arms off i would have loved to have seen him rip the arms off and then fucking just go to town on him like a fucking drum hit him ah. <laughs> um but no he rips the arms off and Jay, uh mike is like oh my god and then uh, Lester walks up to Jacob, hands him that trick-or-treat pail. It's filled with candy corn. And with Mike still alive, he pulls his fucking teeth out and replaces them with the candy corn. That happens as we slowly fades to black and then it fades back in. The, uh, what the hell is the name of the place? Dr. Death's like sideshow spooktacular or some fucking bullshit Tacular. like that. Yeah, it, they all start with an S. Dr. Uh, Death's uh, sideshow spooktacular. But, Dr. Death's Sideshow Spook House Spectacular. Jesus fucking Christ. But yeah, he's moved into a new town. The new town is Plainfield, Wisconsin, where he sells a necklace made from Mike's teeth to a patron. Lester cryptically explains that he will always exact revenge whenever the outside world tries to keep freaks like them down. And that is the end of Candy Corn. But fun facts for the film, if IMDb and a couple of websites are to be believed. There was a bar patron in the beginning of the film that was an uncredited cameo. He was played by Tim Russ, who is best known for uh, Star Trek Voyager. He was oh. in he was in that scene because his daughter is Madison Russ. She played oh. uh, Carol. The final scene in, of the final scene where the carnival like moved to in Plainfield, Wisconsin, is where Ed Gein is from. Uh, Courtney Gaines, Tony Todd, and PJ Souls were all cast to add horror name recognition to the film. Courtney Gaines is best known for portraying Malachi in Children of the Corn in 1984. Outlander. I always remember that because I was always like, oh my God, dude, like what the fuck? It's just like, Outlander. It's like, why are you saying it like that? Tony Todd, best known for horror roles, especially he's been in a lot of horror movies, but he is known as the Candyman. And then PJ Souls, Dispatcher Marcy, that's Linda from the original Halloween movie from 1978. No, really? Yeah. But yeah, that's that's really all the stuff. I don't know if you want to go first, if you want me to go first. I honestly would give this like a three. Yeah, I'm right there. It's, it's at a three for me. Uh, what kept it going was Dr. Death and uh, just trying to see what the kills were. Like, what were they going to do with them? Everything else yeah. I could have not, not had yeah um i absolutely would love to see a more fleshed out sequel where we focus on dr death yes like the 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 dude i think his name is like 
Pancho, Poncho? No, I think it's Pancho. I don't fucking know. Top thing. That's that's fucked. Okay, so in the beginning when I was doing the production packs of stars, he is definitely the star of it. It's it's a lot of about him. But like he was so good, he was so charismatic, he fucking every time he was in a scene, like he commanded that fucking scene. And to to see that, like, you know, what was it? It was like Tony Todd's character said, like, we want the truth of like what's going on. So maybe all the carnies have been resurrected, like Jacob was at one and point. Trying to find out, like, am I really alive? Yeah, maybe it's it's like shit like that. It's like we don't know. And I would love to see a sequel that I don't I don't want a prequel. I don't I don't want any of that bullshit. I want a sequel after all of this shit happened because I want Jacob there because Jacob as like this menacing, just like hulking thing. He reminds me of the mask wearing giant in uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. The kid that was playing him like while wearing that mask very much had that same presence as that guy. So it's like I like that character. I like that character of Jacob. I feel like we need a better name than Jacob, <laughs> you know, like I'm not really a fan of that, but I, I would like to see a continuation where maybe Jacob is normal now that like his revenge is complete. Yeah. And and now there's someone else there and, and shit that like he's going to. What, what exactly is this occult stuff? Is he actually immortal? Is this yeah. voodoo? Is this witchcraft? Like, what is this? I would I would love to see a sequel. Curse? Or... My real only critiques for this. Really, it's, you know, honestly, it's only two, because I don't even count fucking Deputy Marcy, because she's in like two things. She's like, oh, hi. Like, that's all she fucking does. Madison Russ is awful in this. Carol, she's fucking terrible. She is awful. And fucking... What the fuck is Jimothy's last name? Jimothy Beckholt. Fucking awful. This he I don't I don't know if he still acts and does stuff, but I'm hoping he went to acting school so he can learn like proper inflection. And change his name. For me, it's really the, the biggest down point of this is is the acting because the script is pretty tight. The pacing for it is really good. I do wish that there was a little bit more info on Dr. Death and like his whole shit. But yeah, then it's just like the cinematography is good. The soundtrack is good. Some of the sound editing, as I showed earlier, is really bad. And yeah, like I I would give this a three. This is, I, I would I would definitely watch it. It's, it's not, it's not one of those films where it's just not worth your time. Okay, next week's film is The Hills Have Eyes from 1977. I pray to God that this trailer is good here we go saw them first the hills have eyes i realized that i was muted while i was saying all that okay so that was the hills have eyes i cut the trailer short because it was like two minutes and 40 seconds and it was it was giving up like a lot of the uh of the movie so i would recommend wow. instead just going to watch the movie and what i was saying was that is anthony's pick for next week the 1977 i think it's west craven the Hills Have Eyes. If you want to get a little bit ahead on movies, especially Nari God, who said he's trying to make a little bit more me time so to like watch movies and stuff, this film, which is the week after's choice, which is mine, is called Death of a Vlogger. Hey guys, Graham here. That will be the film in two weeks. All right, everyone. Thank you for watching. This has been the Spooky Spooky Horror Show. I'm Sean, that's Anthony, and we will see you uh, next week.
Bye.